In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. Today is the first Sunday of the month of Beba, and we read the story of the four men who bring their paralyzed friend to Christ. Um, and because there was no room for them to enter into the house where the Lord was, they went up to the roof and lowered him down uh, from the roof. And we read in uh, verse 3, Then they came to him, bringing a paralytic who was carried by four men. Um, and we can consider what are some of the characteristics of these friends um, who brought their friend, this paralyzed man, to the Lord. Um, because we do not hear from the man. We hear, we see only the actions of the friends and what is it that they did and how they were able to bring their friend to Christ. Um, even though the man himself being paralyzed would not have been able to come to Christ on his own, and yet we see that the actions of his friends were what allowed him to be able to be healed to come to the Lord. So we can contemplate on this story um, and ask what are, what are those people, who are those people that we should consider to be friends and what characteristics um, should they have? Um, the first is the person I would consider to be a friend is the one who introduces me to the Lord. This is actually exactly what these four men did um, is they introduced this man to the Lord. And the way that our friends can introduce us to the Lord or encourage our spiritual walk with Christ is through their good example, through um, their words, through their actions, through their encouragement and motivation, through maybe seeing that I'm walking in a, in a, in a wrong way and rebuking me. Or, or encouraging and motivating me to draw closer to Christ or to the church. Maybe someone who motivates me to pray, someone who helps me to overcome my bad habits, someone who motivates me to go and to confess my sins, someone who keeps me accountable for the things that um, he knows that I, that I should be doing, someone who helps me to serve in the church and who keeps me um, involved in the church as much as possible. All of these are characteristics about the person who would introduce me to the Lord, just as these four men did. And so when, again, we are looking for those who we would count to be our friends, we have to be very wise and discerning on who is it that we allow to be close to us. A lot of times, um, people focus uh, on, on friendship. They just focus on people that they enjoy spending time with and, and, and they like each other. And, and this is good um, because, of course, um, this is one of the roles of friends is people we enjoy spending time with. But we should also be discerning and careful and wise in the way that we choose our acquaintances and those who are considered close friends to us because they have a big impact on our life. And if I choose someone who uh, does not live a life with God or a life in the church, then maybe they will lead me away very slowly or gradually, maybe even without me realizing it. So the, the first characteristic of the person that I should consider to be a friend is the one who introduces me to the Lord. The second is the one who loves me unconditionally. In Proverbs 17, we read, A friend loves at all times, and a brother is born for adversity. Maybe we find actually the opposite is, is, is what's true in a lot of cases, that um, I have many friends and they seem to be good and faithful friends to me until the moment that I fall into some kind of big struggle and I need their help and my friendship to them now becomes more of a burden on them. It's, uh, it's not just about having fun, it's now they need to serve me. And, and I'm in need, and I need compassion, and I need love, and I need service. And maybe this isn't something easy for many people to accept and, and reveals that the relationships that we have maybe are not as strong um, as they appear to be. So it's very easy for us to have many friends when things are going well, but the true friend is the one who sticks around when things are going difficult. And again, the focus is on the sacrifice, the focus is on service, the focus is on what is it that, that, I, that I need in those difficult times. And of course, the, the reverse is true as well. 
when I am a good friend to someone else, it is because um, I stick around during the difficult times and I help them as much as I can. So the one who loves me even when I am not lovable, or the one who loves me even when um, it costs me something, or costs them something. This is uh, another characteristic of someone that we would consider to be a true friend to us. The third characteristic of a true friend is a person who gives me honest counsel. Uh, in Proverbs 27, it says, Faithful are the wounds of a friend, but the kisses of an enemy are deceitful. What does it mean when it says the wounds of a friend? The wounds is the difficult things, the difficult truths that I need to hear about myself are like wounds. Because when I hear them, it, they hurt me. It's difficult for me to hear maybe an honest assessment of who I am. But who is the true friend? Is the one who is willing to give me that honest assessment. Um, knowing that by telling me this, um, it, it, it might cause me not to want to be friends with them anymore, or it might cause me to, to, to become upset or offended. And yet, out of their true friendship, it is, again, not just about superficiality. It's not just about having fun. It's about truly what is necessary for me and my salvation. If somebody really loves me, then that means they care about my salvation, and they are willing for me to be offended. Of course, our goal is not to offend, and we try our best not to offend. But does that mean that we avoid speaking about difficult topics? Does that mean that we avoid confronting a person um, if they are in need or if they're walking down the wrong path? The true friend is the one who tells me what is it that I need to hear and not only what I want to hear. There is a famous story in the book of Kings uh, about a prophet whose name was Micaiah. And this prophet was known by the king to always tell the truth and to always be honest. So the king would, would hate him. He said, I hate him because he always tells me the truth. And instead, he would go to the false prophets who would tell him everything he would want to hear. So he was contemplating going to war against his enemies, and he called all the false prophets, and he asked them if he would have victory in the war. And of course, all the false prophets, because they wanted to please the king, they told him, yes, go, and God, God will, will bless your, your war, and you will have victory and all these things. And so it made the king feel comfortable. But then um, he was asked to call this other prophet, Micaiah, to him, um, and, and of course, Micaiah told him, no, you will not have victory. Um, God is not going to bless your victory. This was a, a wicked king. Uh, and so he was very upset with him. And that's why he didn't want to call him. So we have to ask ourselves, who are the types of friends that we want to surround ourselves with? Are they the people who are simply going to tell us what we want to hear? Or maybe the people who are going to tell us what we need to hear? And so a faithful person, a faithful pr a friend is a person who gives me um, honest counsel. Another characteristic of a good friend is a trustworthy person who has been tested over time. Um, also in Proverbs 27, it says, um, do not forsake your own friend or your father's friend. What does it mean when it says your father's friend? A father's friend is a friend who has been loyal for a long time, loyal to the family for a long time, and they have been tested, and they have been found faithful. Again, how do we find out if a friend is a good friend or not? It is through testing. It is through time that reveals whether a person is going to stay and stick around with us, whether a person is really faithful, whether a person has good values and morals, whether a person has my best interest at heart, or whether they are there just for their own benefit, or it is a superficial relationship. So those people who have been tested and found to be faithful and loyal friends are very valuable to me. The people who are not going to run at the first sign of adversity, um, the people who are going to be there and answer the phone when I need them, those are true friends, the ones who have been tested. Which means that we shouldn't be very quick to end friendships um, without making efforts to reconcile. You know, in any friendship, in any relationship, there is always the possibility of conflict. 
and if the conflict is severe enough, could possibly end the relationship altogether. But we should be very careful in ending relationships unless it is really necessary. Sometimes it just needs some time and effort and, and, and forgiveness and reconciliation in order to restore the friendship again. Because actually the friendships that have endured many conflicts are actually can be stronger and stronger. And it can actually rely on one another more and more because we have been tested over time. And we do not think that the smallest uh, misunderstanding or the smallest conflict will break the friendship. So it's very important for us to seek out friends that are trustworthy, that are loyal, people who I believe are, are going to stick with me um, for a long time. The fifth characteristic of, of, of someone who is a good friend is someone who respects my boundaries and my limitations. In 1 Peter chapter 4, it says, But let none of you suffer as a murderer, a thief, an evildoer, or as a busybody in other people's matters. This idea of not suffering as a busybody in other people's matters is referring to the idea of maintaining good boundaries with my friends. So let's say I have a friend that I am close to, but that friend does not want to reveal everything to me, or there are certain areas of their life where they feel are private, or they're not ready yet to talk about it. So a good friend is someone who doesn't go and probe and question and, and, and pry and try to get information that the other person does not want to reveal. A person who respects the other person's independence, autonomy, um, and whatever it is that their desires. Sometimes we have friends that become very emotionally attached to another person and they feel like unless this other person shares absolutely everything with me, unless they place me as like the number one in their life, then that means that they are not a good and loyal friend. But actually, a healthy friendship is one where we respect each other's boundaries and we tell each other what is it our expectations of the other and we honor the boundaries of each other. Um, if I choose not to share something, that they respect that. This actually is um, demonstrates a healthy friendship and a healthy relationship. Um, sometimes um, we, we find ourselves trying to... Um, satisfy our own emotional needs through the friendships that we have or we become codependent on one another in our friendships and this can be harmful and 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 is not is not a a healthy type of relationship but a healthy relationship is where is one where we um uh, we we respect each other's boundaries finally the last characteristic i will mention about what makes to be a good friend is someone who shares my goals and values Meaning, we have things in common, but not just things like hobbies and interests, even though that is good as well, but we, we share our values. We share a common goal and understanding of what is the purpose of life. If I believe that my purpose in life is to repent and to seek my salvation, and I surround myself with other people that also share the same goal, and, and we are aligned, then this will actually be a very fruitful friendship, and it will be something that is very um, beneficial to both people. Um, but if we have a lot of friends that have a very different outlook on life, very different priorities in life, um, then we will find that these people are just bringing us down. Maybe we will still be attracted to them at some level because we share some interests in common or we share some hobbies in common or we enjoy laughing together and whatnot. But in the end, the relationship might be destructive. It might be something that brings me down. And so we have to be wise in deciding who is it that I will that I will choose to be my friend. This is why, you know, in the church we always recommend to try to choose friends from among other of the Christians in the church. Um, it's not always the case. There are times where people have friends from the outside, but we have to be careful of who is it that we choose. Even if it is someone who is not a Christian, then at least someone who is a moral person, someone who is not going to lead me to a life of sin and temptation or bring to, to my mind doubts about my faith. Um, because of the differences between the two of us. And this is especially the case for young people. 
because young people are impressionable and it's very easy for them to be convinced by a crowd and to be convinced by other people or feel pressure to fit in with a particular group. So they should definitely choose friends among those people whom share their values um, and goals. So we spoke about six different uh, criteria of choosing a friend. The first one is the one who introduces me to the Lord, the one who encourages me to come to church, to serve, to pray, to, to do all of my spiritual activities, to confess my sins. This is uh, someone who is a good friend. The second is the one who loves me unconditionally, the person who is not going to run away the moment that I have a problem or the moment that I need help, the moment that the friendship becomes maybe um, difficult or requires sacrifice, that person will stick around for me because they love me unconditionally. The third criteria of a good friend was a person who is faithful and gives me honest counsel. Doesn't just tell me what is it that I want to hear, but tells me what I need to hear at the appropriate time. The fourth criteria is a trustworthy person who has been tested over time. A person who cares about me and has cared about me repeatedly over the years. A person who has demonstrated uh, that I can trust them and that they will stick around even through difficult situations. The fifth characteristic of a good friend was a person who respects my boundaries and limitations, the person who doesn't force me to do something I'm uncomfortable with, the person who, is, who, 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 who does not force me to reveal things about myself that I'm not ready to reveal. And then finally, the one who shares my goals and values and that we um, have the same goal and target, which is the salvation of our souls. So may God let us use this example that we read about today in the scripture about the four men who bring their friend to Christ as an example and a model for all the relationships that we have. And we seek out friends like this who lead me to Christ and, and pray and work for my salvation. And glory be to God forever. Amen.